This is Scott Alley. I'm the editor-in-chief at Dark Horse Comics, and you're listening to We Be Geek. This program is powered by Tascam. Tascam's mini-studio creator, US42, is your new personal production and online broadcast studio, featuring a professional-quality audio interface and a number of unique real-time effects. The mini-studio creator delivers everything you need for your podcast or webcast. Find out more at Tascam.com, part of the Gibson family of brands. USB microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is a full compliment tonight. Jules, that's right, I said Jules, Brett, and Derek, and myself, Mike. How's everyone going or doing? Or, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying tonight. Trying to survive the snowpocalypse that we've been having for the last few days. Oh, I know. It's murder down here. Oh, wait. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> get get down to the 70s for you? Um, last few days, we were down in the upper 40s. And over oh, wow. Uh, wow. Highs. Um, Sunday, Monday, highs were around 60. And by the time I left work, they were like mid to low 50s. With the overnight low in the 40s. So, yeah. Not wrecking the oranges, is it? Um, I'm going to be paying extra money for my orange juice. Usually, <laughs> usually when when they know that type of thing is going to happen, uh, they turn on the sprinklers, sprinklers, and freeze them, uh, oh. which which does protect them. It, put, it puts okay. yeah, the ice puts a, creates like an insulation around them. That makes sense. So what's fu- what's funny is your your low is the rest of us is what we would beg to have for a high, right? <laughs> So what are, you, what are you trying to say? <laughs> it's been pretty good here. I think it was like 40 today, and it was supposed to be like 30-something. So it was decent today. Yeah, it was that, supposed to snow, too. Like, and it, we got like a half an inch of snow last night, and, and uh, it was it's about it was about 37 today. And that's, that's, a like a dusting, that's a dust scene for you guys. It's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I can handle that, no problem. I don't understand. I, I, I really don't understand. <laughs> Who, you move to Florida. Who let that yeah. woman in here? Yeah. I'll move to Florida. Uh, I don't know. There's all kinds of crazy people down in Florida. That's true. Yeah. There's all I kinds have, of Steeler fans here, though, so I don't I have, I have no clue. That's pretty much what you do live in Pittsburgh, so. Yeah. <laughs> I have no clue what you're talking about, and I think I resemble those remarks. <laughs> no, yeah, you always hear me. about those stories coming from Florida, sometimes Pittsburgh, but mainly always Florida. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm not, okay. I'm not going to say I was, I was specifically talking about you, Mike, but I'm not going to say I wasn't specifically talking about you. <laughs> hey, at least I was never an astronaut who put on a diaper and drove to Texas to go shoot an ex-boyfriend's current girlfriend. What? what? That really happened? That really? Yeah. We had a, <laughs> there was a former, you guys never heard it about this? It's it like national news. There's so much stuff we just blocked it out. Did, yeah. Did it, was that a while ago? Or? Yeah, it was a while ago. It sound, yeah, it sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, she, she bought a whole bunch of Depends, that way she could drive to... To Houston without stopping, yeah. But she'd have to. How would she put a new one on without stopping? She's an astronaut. She can figure it out. (laughs) 
I'll, I'll think she did, Jules. She only needed one. Thinking, like that would she be very hard. Box. <laughs> By the time she got there and got out of the car, <laughs> the pens was like ten times the size. <laughs> It's like in the cartoons, it all just went down in your socks, and your socks got really big. Extra extra absorbent. She put those things in a test. So so I think we might have a show title now. Episode 205, Astronaut Diapers. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were going to say extra absorbent. (laughs) (laughs) Which we are. Extra absorbent. Astronaut diapers. Oh man! Well, what we, what we have here is yeah, we we're looking on I ten. We see the astronaut. She oh 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 no! She's loading up that diaper right now. She's loading up <laughs> that depends right now. Uh, back to you. There's an overturned buffalo. Okay, so she put on the diapers and she went on a road trip. And what was she trying to do? Get her ex boyfriend or something? Yeah, her her ex boyfriend was another astronaut, <laughs> and I guess they broke up. And she went to Houston. Where he was at at Johnson Space Center, where Mission Control is, was going to do something with the ex girlfriend. You know, something violent to the ex girlfriend or to his current girlfriend. Uh. Yeah, it was insane. Uh, yeah, sounds it. So, of course, out of Florida. What do you expect? <laughs> so, but there is some other big news, not out of Florida, out of the New England region from Derek. There is. There is. There is. There is. <laughs> no, we're not huh? talking to the Patriots. <laughs> what? <laughs> the, the who? Yes, there's some other the, the other loser, the losers of Super Bowl Fifty One. The Patriots, go Pats, <laughs> go Hawks. <laughs> yeah, go home Hawks after you lose. Anyway, so is Brady is is Brady wearing Depends since he's in Houston right now? Yes, because he never stops practicing. Twenty four seven. So it's the announcement, Derek. Oh, right. <laughs> I soon will be coming out with a new podcast that I would like to announce. Uh, I have recorded the first episode, and I am edit- editing it now. And it will soon be showing up on the Weeby Geeks Network. It is nice. It's, it's going to be called Keepers of the Fringe, and it is basically it's me and my best friend. I call him my brother from another mother because <laughs> I've known him for oh, almost forty years. We we uh, we get together every week and we watch a movie. Uh, he's got this huge collection of movies, and uh, we've been watching these. You know, like a lot of eighties uh, horror movies and and. Low budget films and uh, and indie films and stuff like that, and we usually watch them every week and we talk about them. So I said, "Hey, that would make an interesting podcast." So that's what we're doing. It's all going to be all about movies and stuff. Cool. Sweet. And then nice. we'll probably we throw we'll have some movie news and stuff uh, at the beginning of the show. And when the big uh, like all the big geek movies come out, we'll probably do a a little review on those as well. You ought to see if you get get connected with your local theater about. If they do a big event for for some of these like summer blockbusters and whatnot, be involved in helping promo it or help oh, introduce it. Idea. Yeah, create a little extra marketing for for that show and for this show. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So all you listeners out there, I'd appreciate it if you give it a shot. Uh, uh, 
everybody tells me and my best friend that we're pretty funny, so I think it'll be a good show. Cool. I don't know about that, but <laughs> <laughs> listen, to you. So, uh, do you have like a Twitter handle or anything, or just going to be using your the one that you're already using? Uh, no, or... we're going to have one, but I don't have it yet. Okay, Facebook I'm, page. Uh, again, I will have one, but I don't have it yet. <laughs> gotcha. Speaking of Facebook, I mean, we, we've got the pages for Weeby Geeks, and I've got the pages for Mighty Marvel Geeks and for Wookie Radio. Which do you guys find easier to, to visit for, like, a podcast or something like that? A, a page or a group? I think it would be a page. I would say a page, yeah. Because I've seen, like, some shows have both a page and a group. Yeah. And, and I, just don't know, I just don't know what the benefit would be of both. I think it would be uh, too much. Yeah. yeah, I think a page is good enough. I think with a group, like, if you had ideas and stuff, like, if especially if it was a private group, I guess, because otherwise everybody would steal your ideas um, for upcoming shows or something um, for or anything like that. Is that what you mean? Or do you mean, like, just, I don't know. Well, it's... Instead of everyone coming to the page, I guess, to chit-chat, it'd be coming to the group. Uh, the group would be a little more... Um, Personal? I guess. Maybe. A little more like community, I guess. But the page would be more for everybody. Well, yeah, see, I, I, I just don't know. Yeah, I mean... My first instinct is to go with the page, but I can see some benefits of being in a group. Okay. Well, for now, I'll just stick with the page. But I'm going to make my announcement, too. I'm starting an audio consulting group or consulting service. Uh Oh. So if you're a podcaster or you're looking into getting into podcasting and you don't understand gear or software or what type of stuff you need to get or how to use it, I would be that person you could come to for for a fee um, to help you with that information. Well, on that note, let me let me just add that uh, Mike's been helping me out with my podcast, getting that going, and uh, he's been very helpful. I appreciate that. Sure. I appreciate you helping me. Okay, that 20 bucks Aww. is going into the mail tomorrow. <laughs> I, feel, I, I feel a lot of love on this show today. Yes. Yeah, it's extra absorbent like diapers. <laughs> <laughs> Need some extra absorbent tissues. Follow <laughs> <laughs> all you guys, so. man. <laughs> Dirk has been in the uh, beer bottle there, so. <laughs> I, I, lo- I love you guys. Just not that Dirk's much. Dirk's a little wild today. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I love you guys. Just not that much. <laughs> So, um, why don't we go ahead and get right into it? We're going we're gonna to go small screen, then we're going to go big screen, then I guess go ahead and go back small screen, depending on whether it's TV or tablet or phone. So, so yeah, small screen to big screen to multi-small screen. There we go. Uh-huh. All right. So, Brett, why don't you start us off? Okay, this is from uh, ScreenRant.com. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has continued to pro- improve with each season. I don't know whether it's too little too late yet or not. Uh, characters have evolved well past where they were at the start of the show, moving into Season 4. Um, we've already seen introduction of Inhumans. Uh, they've taken down Hydra. And uh, Ghost Rider yeah. uh, was on the show, and now they're bringing in LMDs, Life Model Decoys, which in uh, layman's terms are androids that look like humans. Well, it's not the first time LMDs have been mentioned in the Marvel Universe. It's kind of a, well, oh, I think I might have that tag. Give me a quick second. Or that clip. 
Where are my clips? Ah, right here. You have reached the life model decoy of Tony Stark. Please leave a message. <laughs> Which was, uh, what? Was that Iron Man 2? Might have been. I believe so, yeah. And they've definitely been used in the comics with uh, Nick Fury, I think, was yeah, probably yeah. one of the first... Had a bunch of them. But one one thing that's cool is uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. actually addressed the fact that the LMDs were mentioned then and why why they were, why Tony Stark knew about them before they were allegedly created. Well, part of it is his dad was like the original one of the original heads of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I'm sure he had something to do with creating them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, during the fall, um, the first part of season four dealt mostly with uh, Gabriel Luna's uh, portrayal of Ghost Rider. And this yeah. the second half of the season is going to be dealing with uh, the LMDs and what happens after Ada, Mal- played by Mallory Jansen. She's the first LMD that they that fits in Dr. Radcliffe, uh, create, uh, interfaces with the dark hole and becomes evil. An evil LMD. Yes. <laughs> well, at least it's not, um, we're not seeing Inhumans again at the scale <laughs> that we had for the last two and a half seasons. Yeah. Well, two seasons. I mean, I didn't mind it, <clears throat> but it started getting overkill. Yeah. And, and I think it, it really hurt season three and it was really causing it to be a, a stretch. Oh, man. They're in season three. I can't believe they got renewed for season two. <laughs> Which one? I know that's bad. Agents Jim. <laughs> wow. It's I gotten like really well, good. No. Yeah. Into, se- in, into season one with Uprising, uh, basically from the time that Sky got shot, or at the time she was Sky, um, when she got shot up through the end of the season, it was probably the outside of the pilot episode was probably the best part. Maybe the whole. We're going to give you Deathlock, you give us Coulson. What blowing up the bridge might have been the only other episode within it that, that was worth it. Right. And, and people who listen to us over on Mighty Marvel Geeks knows I could be very critical of the show. No. I have been very critical of the show. <laughs> Uh, Chloe Bennett, who plays Daisy Johnson, a.k.a. Quake, a.k.a. Quake, a.k.a. Sky, uh, went on to tease that nobody is safe from being an LMD. We already know that May is an LMD, and we're not sure who else is going to be in one as well. There's three, I guess there's three pods, and they're yet to reveal the, who the third one is. Okay. So that will be something to watch. Yes. Yes, it will. Mm. So, um... It's, it's going to be interesting. Uh, the 10 o'clock time slot is good. It opens up the show a little bit more. It makes it a Definitely grittier show. Up. I think it makes it a grittier show and the type of show. I mean, it's still that step below Netflix grit, which is fine. But I think <laughs> it's the type of show that needed to be done. I, I think yeah. it's the show that we all envision to be done. Yeah. And now that it has, um, hopefully the show will stick around. So, just have to see. I'm hoping. I'm really hoping. Um, now, I, I did hear, though, um, there has come a time where somebody, and who knows who that is, is not sticking around and is leaving. <laughs> and that was probably one of the worst segues I could have ever done. <laughs> that, was, that was not bad. Oh, it was <laughs> That's that that wasn't uh so bad <laughs> it could have been worse mm-hmm. it, it could have <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, do them for him, too. <laughs> Doofenshmirt. Wow, him. if I had a nickel for every time I was doomed by a puppet, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice, right? <laughs> He's the best character in that show. I say that every time I hear that. So, um, yeah, um, Doctor Who, our favorite, 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 my favorite. <laughs> um, so on Monday, we all learned, we, we were hearing rumors that Capaldi, it might be his last season. We keep hearing that Matt Smith might be coming back. We keep hearing, you know, that we need a woman doctor next time, all this other stuff. We don't really know what's going on. But we did hear that Peter Capaldi is officially stepping down as the lead of Doctor Who. Who? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Who. Who? Oh, I have a good knock knock joke. Ready? Knock knock. Who's there? Doctor. Doctor Who. Yes. Best, <laughs> best knock. Best knock knock. I don't um. get it. <laughs> Who? <laughs> That's my favorite knock knock joke because people usually like people in my family they don't get it they're like uh because they don't know who Doctor Who is <laughs> I'm like it's the Doctor um so let's see with the the twelfth doc twelfth Doctor's regeneration into the thirteenth coming in 2017 Christmas special so it's gonna rip our hearts out which we talked about before in the last episode I think. Um, so whenever this happens, whenever we get news that we're going to get a new doctor, everybody starts going crazy. They're wondering who's going to be the next doctor. Is it going to be a woman? Is it going to be a man? Is it going to be, what's it going to be? Who's it going to be? <laughs> um, and there's also, um, in the UK, they have bookmakers. Actually, I, I heard about this. They like bet on who the next doctor is. It's like a huge thing. Um, so let's see what else we got here. Um, now, I did see someone on Facebook. I'm going to keep their names. I'm, I'm going to keep them anonymous. Um, but he has ties to the Star Wars universe, to the Indiana Jones universe. And he was very adamant. Doctor Who should never be a woman. Really? Yeah. Wow. Hmm. I'd like to see, is it, uh, is it uh, no one? Is that who, um, what's her name from Game of Thrones played? Was that her name? Macy Williams or Shielda is that yeah yeah because she she's was, uh, out there with the TARDIS and with uh, Clara so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that. she has the um she can't she's immortal basically yeah that was yeah. Oh, that was a great episode. Yeah, I was actually thinking when they had... I thought she was going to be a companion originally. Mm -hmm. I thought that's what they were going to do, but they ended mm -hmm. up doing something different. I was wondering if that's what they were thinking. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I kind of... As much as I, I would like to have a woman doctor, I kind of like having the male doctor. I don't know why. Because probably because, I mean, I've loved... I loved Capaldi. I loved Smith. I loved Tenet. Mm -hmm. Not to say that I wouldn't love a woman. Um, they said something on here... Um, Something about Haley Atwell. I think she would do a good job. Oh yeah, um, I saw that. She yeah. would be she would be really good. River yeah, Song, kind of I cool. think, would be great <laughs> as the Doctor. Yeah, 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 she's dead. Yeah, so we can't. Yeah, but but they could do something. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Pearl Mackey is uh, probably going. Oh man, the new companion. <laughs> I just get on the show when he's leaving. <laughs> Address Alba. Yes, I would love to see him do it. Oh yeah, yeah, he would be good. Although, is he is he too um, too big, big for that now? Yeah, I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, he's probably still in that area I mean, he, where he could still do it. I mean, he just did a reality TV show on one of the cable networks. I know it was originally a BBC show, but it got picked up here. Oh really? Yeah. I can't believe uh, there was also talk that the Capaldi years haven't resulted in nearly the merchandise sales of the previous years. Many blaming Capaldi's age and crustiness for that decline. <laughs> what? It and could the more be. romance-heavy swashbuckling adventures of the 10th Doctor under showrunner Russell T. D. 
Davies run in a variety of fan bases. The show I never had to that point. Could be performance Aww. as well. I think I thought Capaldi was really good. I liked him. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, he's awesome. He's really good. Last season was amazing. They, um, I actually, the pop doll, I actually don't have it, but I want that. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, I haven't really seen a lot of Capaldi merchandise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's that's kind of not good. I hope that's not the reason, but it seems like it was, and during the interview that I heard, it, it seemed like it was his decision to leave. So I don't know if he has kicked off or what. Well, Could if be, you he's come to the fan out. If you watch his interviews, like he'll tell you he loves me. He actually said in an interview that when he meets a fan, he's terrified that he's gonna, it's not his exact words what he said, but basically he's terrified that he's gonna let down a fan that meets him because he's not the doctor enough for them, which I Mm -hmm. thought was awesome because I was like, oh man, whoever, like some people might just be celebrities and just go out and who cares if people really like them, but like he really wanted to make an effort that he's the doctor when he meets his celebrity fans. Like, and he said he loves being the doctor. So, I mean, I feel like, I don't know, maybe he just, I'm not really sure, but hopefully he didn't get like, they didn't say, oh, one more season, you're done because you're old (laughs) or whatever. Uh, Yeah, I know, right? You're so old. It's too old to be the doctor. <laughs> well, I think everybody did fall in love with with Tennant and Smith, especially Tennant. Yeah, oh yeah. So I, can I know. See I, I like. But you know uh, what? The writing was so good for Tennant. Yeah, <laughs> the stories were great for Tennant and Smith, and I mean they were they were they've been good too. But I I, I think that had a lot to do with it too. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but yeah, it's. Oh, I feel so bad for him now. I've, I I really like him, and I'm I'll be sad yeah. to see him go. I mean, yeah. I think it definitely got a lot darker with him taking over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely did. Him yeah. going against the the Time Lords and all that. Here, here I am agreeing, and I don't even watch. Doctor Who. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, sure. What you say? Yeah, totally. Well, you should. Yeah, it's not Tom Baker. It's not Peter Davidson. Those are my doctors. Well, Live in the now, man. Live in the now. Yeah, yeah. Tom Tom Baker was my doctor too, but yeah, Tom Baker is everybody's doctor. Pretty much, he was the doctor during our formative years. Actually, I never started watching. Probably been about ten years, maybe if that long. But I've been watching Doctor Who, so uh, my doctor was uh, Eccleston. No yeah. kidding. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, between oh. Baker and Davison was Colum Meany. No, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we've yeah. Um, went back. We've watched because it's my husband's favorite. So he's like, "Oh, you got to watch Tom Baker." So me and my daughter and him have watched Tom Baker, and he's he's pretty awesome. He really is. He is, yeah. He wasn't my first doctor. I kind of wish. I mean, obviously, if I was old enough, that he would be. But he he was my first. Yeah, your first is always the one you like the best. But- Which companion was Olivia Coleman? <laughs> Because uh, we're talking about either her or Billy Piper. There's a uh, twenty to one odds that either her or Billy Piper would return. I don't think I'd like Billy Piper as a doctor. No, I don't think so mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. She's a decent companion, but yeah. What was the other name? Olivia Coleman. I'm not sure which companion. Sounds familiar. But I can't think of who that is. To look her up here. The name sounds familiar. Quickly to the web. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, um, you know who would be a good doctor? John Barrowman. Uh, I don't know. Also, Arthur Darvel. He, he was so good, and uh, I'm, I'm an episode behind on the um, Legends of Tomorrow, but he, he was so good with uh, the one with George Lucas. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> playing yeah. The, the American director. He was that was hilarious. great. Meanwhile, back at Weeby Geeks. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have that as my uh, notifications on my phone now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I want to get that. And as we so go, you a picture of Olivia Coleman. You'll know her when you see her. I think it, it, she played like a um, mil- uh, detective or somebody. And you know it, what? Capaldi did the voice for the Lego Dimensions. So that was oh, merch. That was, I believe so. Oh. I thought he did. Sounds just like him. That's merchandising for for him because the Lego Dimensions that they sold was Capaldi. Back to the internet. <laughs> that's stupid though, because Doctor Who's never been about merchandising, right? Well, that's where we're living in now. Back to we be, back to weeby geeks. <laughs> Transformers, you know, my favorite. At least, at least oh, we're not. Oh, I do know her. At least we're not talking about the flush. Oh, now it hangs up. Oh. <laughs> and it, you know, every time we we talk about the or mention the flush, it hangs up. It, it, it's like the program <laughs> just goes, yeah, no. That's, <laughs> That's how bad it is. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of uh, saying that uh, taking the year off really hurt as well, because uh, it kind of yeah. killed the momentum after <clears throat> following Series 9, which was really good. Yeah. Yeah, what, what, hurt. Was, was she one of the companions on uh, with Baker? I don't she know. She looks familiar. I, I, I remember her oh, okay. from Broad Street, I think, is what I remember her from playing okay. the Broad She's in Broad Church. That's what she's from. Yeah. Oh, okay. something. And they think she's going to be, they want her to be the doctor? Either her uh Rose... Or uh, Billy Piper. Mm. They have uh, 20 like, odds. I don't like either of those options, actually. I don't know. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Jules. <laughs> Broadchurch was probably not the best role I'd want to see her in to be the doctor. Like, right. just so depressed. I can't even watch season two. I love David Tennant, but I'm like, if I watch season two, I'm going to be depressed for a month. <laughs> yeah, that uh, <laughs> but, first one was like, wow. But she was oh, also yeah. the voice of Marion on Thomas and Friends. Ah, well, that could be. <laughs> I don't know. Hey. Good That's for not her. <laughs> Good for her. I hate her now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I guess. I guess we'll see. I, I think it's funny that they have that whole betting thing over in the UK, where they're like, it's like, it's like gambling. They're like, they're, it's like money. They like, it's like big. <laughs> she, in the episode, the eleventh hour, back in 2010, she played mother. Mother. If that means anything to you guys, uh, obviously maybe. not. No. You know, well, it was that one episode <laughs> where she I do was, have to say, though, that uh, with all the changes that the BBC has done with the Doctor and stuff like that, it seems like they've always, even though they think it's going to suck, they always manage to find somebody that, that's likable and does a good job. So yeah. I think they've kind of earned a bit of trust. Yeah. Yeah. And they always do, well, at least I know the last time that they had a regeneration, they had the whole leading up to the regeneration. Who's going to be the doctor? Watch. And we're going to count down together. And it was like a whole big thing. Oh, and like, yeah. You know, we were all like, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Like, we were all like strung out <laughs> waiting, <laughs> waiting to see. We were like, oh, right. <laughs> going crazy. <laughs> That's what it felt like. We were waiting for so long. Mm. Need to go back and watch us. I need. I know. I need to rewatch the episodes. My daughter has like a photogenic memory. She remembers every single episode, every single character. She's like, "Remember this episode?" And I'm like, "No, I need to rewatch them." She's very good about that. I have the complete opposite of that. Like I forget, yeah. I forget everything five seconds after I see it. <laughs> well, that's like I'm sitting there calling Broadchurch, Broad Street, Broad something. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you meant, and I knew I knew her, and I was like, "How do I know her?" So- Hi, I'm, I'm Mike. Who are you? 
Who? Oh, you're, we're, I'm like Dory. That's who I am. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We just saw Finding Dory too, and I was like, I'm so her. She, she's the best. <laughs> Fifty First Dates, the man with the ten second memory. Oh yeah, yeah. Fifty First Dates. I love that movie. That's, that's why. That's why I have a problem with my comic books going month to month. <laughs> Sometimes I forget. I read so many, I forget what story is what. Right. <laughs> like ah, uh, which right. is why I wish DC would do a freaking recap page. <laughs> Yeah. I, ju- I just saw this on Facebook. Rupert Grant. Who? What? Ronald Weasley. Uh, uh, what? It's from Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah, should be uh-huh. the ne- should be the thirteenth Doctor. Uh, uh, no. Uh, no. There's they're saying it because of being a redhead. Oh, the yeah, ginger. Oh yeah, I wonder if they're ever gonna do that. Because that's always the, the funny part. I, I'd rather see Edris Alba. Oh, cool. So, yeah. So, what kind of segue you got now, Mike? What's that? Oh, what kind of segue you got now? Well, if we go by the show notes, the next show is Gotham, and yeah, careless. <laughs> <laughs> That's gone like bats in the wind. Oh wait, there is no bats in the wind on this show. Uh, well, yeah. But by by the how is Batman going to be so able to capture all these villains so quickly? Because they're old. <laughs> then you're heading into the retirement home to begin with. But I guess oh, that, that would be a Derek a story. That was <laughs> There's a, a segue. That was that was a great great segue. Oh no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> and you made my page freeze. <laughs> Ex- extra absorbent. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Give me one second here. No. <laughs> Come on. That's fine New England internet. Yeah, no kidding. The New England internet's like the New New England Patriots footballs deflated. (laughs) (laughs) That's my joke of laughter like that. All right. (laughs) Oh, wow. Haven't the Falcons, like, never won, like, anything ever? Yep. This is, like, the first appearance of the Falcons, isn't it? I'm pretty confident that they're not, yeah, yeah, I don't think, I'm pretty confident that they are not going to win, but I don't know. They won once. (laughs) I think. Yeah. So. (laughs) Yeah, and they're not going to win this time. Anyway, if. (laughs) (laughs) All because Brady's wearing extra absorbent diapers. Whatever it takes. <laughs> hey, you guys, have you guys seen the things I posted about Brady talking about his dad, how his dad's his hero? All right. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? Ooh, oh, yes. <laughs> so cool. About as successful as the Patriots. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, no, we're going to be hearing it if they win next week. Yep. I don't see the, the, any of your teams in the Super Bowl. <laughs> you true. probably won't for some time either. Exactly. <laughs> hey, I've already resigned to that fact. I just want once in my lifetime. Oh, yeah. You're a Browns fan, right, Mike? <laughs> oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that's a shot. That's oh, well, a the shot. There. You got, your team has so, hope next year. Here's a shot for you. So I was telling my wife about you guys and how, you know, I was going to have this snazzy little Patriots thing. Because I go, what do we have that's small that's got Patriots that I can put in front of my camera? <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, she goes, oh, yeah, aren't the, uh, isn't everybody else on the show from somewhere else? I said, yeah, Mike's from Florida and his team's the Cleveland Browns. She goes, why the Cleveland Browns? I'm like, I don't know. Who knows why anybody. 
nobody would like them. <laughs> it's because they and used to a, be good at one time. Yeah, like, like the first season. Just Maybe like in the an Patriots were bad at one time. Exactly. So long. Maybe we it was the. Maybe bad. it was that same time period. It probably. So they swapped, and then uh, I told her. I said, "Jules is from Pittsburgh, but she doesn't like the Steelers." She said, "Good. Nobody should like the Steelers." <laughs> wow. <laughs> then I said, "Brett's from Detroit." She goes, "Oh, the Lions." I'm like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm a Niners fan too. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't tell her that part because I was yeah. laughing too hard. <laughs> yeah, my best friend is a Lions fan, so I, I have to go through, live through him and feel their pain. Yeah, pain over there. I think. I think what my life. What my wife actually said was, "Oh, the poor Lions." Yeah, <laughs> that's for. That's for sure. <laughs> That is for sure. All right, so weren't we supposed to be talking about Gotham? Yes, winter finale. <laughs> I got I don't even remember what happened last episode. <laughs> I am. I'm still like three episodes <laughs> behind. But anyway, so this might spoil some stuff. But <laughs> in an article on Uprocks, uh, if you weren't watching the winter finale of Gotham, just know that it was bonkers. <gasps> wow, I didn't expect you to get that excited. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Jer- Jerome, if, if you remember Jerome. Oh, he, yeah, he died. Yeah, he got even more Joker-like and thankfully survived, although he did get his face punched off before being hauled off to Arkham for some of that John Travolta Nick Cage face surgery. His face oh, got my punched gosh. off? What the heck? I guess. That's what it says. I, like I said, I'm behind, so I missed, I missed was, that one. He was like dead, dead. And his face goes flying. <laughs> I don't know. I want to see it to see to see exactly what happened. Oh, wow. uh, let's see. Another thing hap- that happened was Edward Nigma thinks he killed the penguin, shooting him on the same pier Gordon pushed penguin off of in the first season. Oh man, this is like spoilers. Uh, I know. Now that he's murdered someone on purpose, Nigma is ready to go full Riddler. As <laughs> he even got the first iteration of his costume, which they have a little video clip here, and it looked it actually looks pretty good. It's like it's just a green suit but with the hat and stuff and black gloves yeah not a fan <laughs> so nitpicky <laughs> oh, i didn't know we had the fashion police on the show <laughs> no i i just I, I, black gloves with green suits <laughs> i i have really of all the batman villains riddler has always been my favorite he's pretty good and on I, the show i think he's like one of my and, favorite characters and i'm sorry yeah, riddler, riddler is always to me, it's always been either purple gloves or, or dark green gloves. Actually, in this yes. video, it looks green. They, they look green. But the, remember, this is the first iter- iteration of his costume. So this is just the first change and evolve. Yeah. To him becoming a Riddler. And it says the actor told Cinema, Cinema Blend he's trying to get the character a cane. But, but first he has to become someone who deserves a bleeping cane. <laughs> deserve no bleeping cane. Fox also released a video of, of Jerome actor Cameron Monaghan trying to talk about playing the Joker without saying he's the Joker. He said, okay. We get to do a lot of stuff with him that has never really been done with a live-action version of the Joker before, so we were able to have some real fun with him this time around. I'm not exactly... As long as he's better than Jared Leto. 
I know. Oh, well, he couldn't be worse. That's true. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure where they're going to go with it, but character-wise, what's great about Jerome is that a sane person, when they do something extreme, will try to wind it back. But every time he takes a step forward, he never takes a step back. He just pushes it further. He goes bigger. He goes more violent, more mean. And so, obviously, the next time he comes back, he's going to be trying to top himself in any way he can. Hmm. Latham returns on April 24th. Oh, good. I'll have time to catch up. Ah, my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know though. I'm kind of I kind of didn't want them to do the Joker. Yeah. Well, what was it with the one image of Joker where it looked like they were doing uh, from the the New Fifty Two version with the face peeled off? Because they showed one where it looked like he had red, where it looked like he had cut cut the face off and put it back on. Well, maybe that's uh, where he got his face punched off here. Yeah, I can't remember what happened to him, but he got like killed, like he was dead, dead, like dead. Can't dead, dead, what happened dead. To, I don't remember what happened to his face, but then they was said, oh, dead? that's not really Joker. Or was he because dead? he died. Yeah, he was like dead, dead. Like you've seen his like dead, dead corpse. <laughs> like he was like not coming back. He got like, like whatever the injury was, I forget. He was like, it was like, you're not coming back from that. Maybe he got stabbed in the head or something. I forget. Or got his face cut off or something. It was something ah, like really, really drastic. So I can't remember, but I remember it was like a really. I have to. I have to like look it up. Really bad injury that he was dead. Like you saw his dead body. So I can't this remember why. Gotham. But then they said, "Oh, that's not really Joker because he died." But now it is. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, "Oh, well, why would they kill the Joker?" That doesn't make sense. I was confused. Because th- this week on Gotham, dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that episode should have been called. Because there was no way he was coming back from whatever that was. I mean, seriously, even in Gotham. I can't remember what it was. Maybe I should look it up. It's dead. Extra absurd. (laughs) I think when you get your face punched off, I think that should be the kind of the end. (laughs) (laughs) In in hockey, it's called a face-off. Yes. That was good. Just like the movie. So I'm going to look it up now because I'm trying to figure out why, how he came back from that. Well, while Maybe. you're doing that, I'm going to go. <laughs> well, while Jules goes to the sure. internet, I'm going to continue on. Um, we've talked about on Mighty Marvel Geeks that I thought we talked about it here briefly, too. Uh, no, because last week we had Bruce Sick on. Mm-hmm. Uh, which go check out his book Terminal Point. Um, you can find the link to it on our Facebook page to his book. Uh, Twitter as well, right? Right. You posted a Twitter mm-hmm. for it. Yep. Um, so last week we said that it looked like it's going to be Noah Gray who played um, Micah on Heroes. And Debbie Ryan, who played Jesse on Jesse, the Disney Channel show, are going to be playing the lead roles in Cloak and Dagger. Well, according to MoviePlot.com, uh, on January 30th, it has, the project has um, finally announced their characters. Tandy Bowen will play Dagger. Or Tandy Bowen slash Dagger. Oh, God, if I could read. Uh, will be, be be portrayed by Olivia Holt, who is another Disney Channel actress. She was in the show Kicking It, but she could potentially pull this off. Um, playing Tyrone Johnson, aka Cloak, is Aubrey Joseph uh, from The Night of or and Run All Night. 
um, both actors are young, which fits the line with the early years of the comic book counterparts. Marvel has shown that it's widening its universe to younger actors who have much more longevity in their roles, and the character's story will be self-contained, at least for the foreseeable future. Uh, Marvel's Cloak and Dagger follows the interracial romance between Tandy Bowen and Tyrone Johnson. And this is where I have a problem. There was no romance between them. There, there was the tension of them creating a romance, but there was never... Well, I say that, and then they put a Pinterest panel of them getting ready to kiss. I'm like, but how many times did... This must be from the newer, newer uh, comic title. But how many times did we see that it seemed like, oh, they are going to hook up. And it never happened because it wasn't it just didn't fit. So, um, Joel well, wasn't were they ahead. together in the Ultimate version? I don't remember. See, I never read the Ultimate. I I read it when it first came out in the eighties. I don't sure. remember. No, no. The whole time in the eighties, there was a tension that they wanted to pair them up, but they never did, and that's why it carried it even further. So, um, the executive producer on Cloak and Dagger, Joe Pekaski, uh, has said. Characters of Tandy and Tyrone have always stood out to me ever since I first met them in the pages of Marvel Comics when I was a boy. When Olivia and Aubrey read the, for the roles, these characters leapt right off the page. We're so excited to see these talented young actors. We are excited to see what these talented young actors will bring to the Marvel Universe. Uh, and then Jeff Loeb, head of Marvel Television, said, uh, Marvel is delighted to have found our cloak and dagger. Olivia Holt and Aubrey Joseph encompasses the true essence of the characters, and we're excited for the audience to see them in these roles. So, um, show starts production on Valentine's Day of this year oh, and will be released nice. sometime in 2018. That's nice. Isn't that special? That's nice. That's nice. I don't even know what show, what channel that is. Freeform? Uh, on my cable. <laughs> used to be ABC Family. Yeah. Okay. Switched at birth, the Fosters, mm. Sliders. Sliders is actually pretty decent. Did it come back on? Not yet. I don't know if it will. It might be delayed even more because uh, the main actress was pregnant. It was almost. Oh. It was starting to be quite obvious near the end of the near near its last run. Wait a minute, Sliders? Yeah, I thought Sliders is that was an older new? show. Yeah, that it used to be an old uh, show. The one I'm thinking of on maybe this is or on Freeform. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was called Sliders. It could be. They could have done another show named Sliders. But the Sliders that I used to watch was a whole different thing. <laughs> Back to the internet. Roll out. <laughs> We're having too much fun with this. Uh, stitchers. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Tis called Stitchers. It's not. It's not that bad of a show. They they started doing the ABC or the the freeform curse by putting in a love triangle and everything else with it, but for the most part, it's not bad. So like CW, sort of, just less DC. So I looked up the the had to look up the video, and he definitely got stabbed in the side of the neck with a knife, like in the carotid. He was like dead. Uh, well, <laughs> by gal- gallivant. Was it in the hallway? <laughs> Professor Plum. It was in the hallway with the knife. By Professor Plum. He was dead. Professor Plum. He's not coming back from that. And he had like a frozen, like on his face. They she kept showing his face. It was like a frozen Joker smile, like a dead face, but frozen Joker. Oh, I remember that. So 
I re- yeah, Gallim. I re- when I was watching the scene, I, I remembered it because they kidnapped young Batman and stuff, and it was a whole thing. But um, <laughs> young Batman, <laughs> the little, young Batman Chronicles, little Batman. Um, <laughs> look at the little cape. <laughs> he would just grow up already. I mean, geez. But they kidnapped him, and anyway, it was this whole thing. And then at the end, Gallivant was decided he was going to be. He was a bad guy, but he was going to be the hero and kill Jerome. And he stabs him in the neck with this like blade. I don't know exactly what it was. And he's like bleeding everywhere, and it's coming out of his mouth. I'm like, he's not coming back from that. So like, I didn't understand how, but I guess he did come back from that because apparently, apparently so. <laughs> apparently, he's in the season finale. So I don't, how, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know how that's gonna pan out, but we'll have to watch and find out, I guess. Yep. So. Let's move to the big screen, shall we? Jules. Me back to the big screen. Big screen. Well, no. We were on the small screen with all the yeah. TV shows. Now we're heading yeah, to the big screen. Big screen. Oh, big yeah. Screen. It's a secret. Big you know what's on the big screen? <laughs> <laughs> so, Aquaman, a movie uh, we're kind of excited for, I think. I think it's going to be good, hopefully. Some, somebody. Uh, oh, okay, my fault. Aquaman. <laughs> The one I was thinking of is actually Brad's, but go ahead, Jules. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> okay, my bad. It's because my extra absorbent aren't full yet. <laughs> I was just like going so on. Are you with just say going with Aquaman? Or are we going with Batman? No, nah, let's go ahead and do, let's go ahead and do Aquaman. Aquaman. Batman, yeah. okay. No, that was the segue. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, so- secret of nymph. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Wait, that one. The secret of the nymphos is that the wrong? What? <laughs> we have the wrong movies. <laughs> Wait, Wait, that'll be on my other podcast. <laughs> yeah. So wait, where? What? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? We're going ahead with Aquaman. Yes. Aquaman, okay. Okay. Aquaman uh, gets no respect either on the podcast, on the comics, nothing. I know. Because <laughs> he's Aquaman. He he's talks to fish. What the? That's oh, lame. that's a funny thing. I was playing Lego Dimensions yesterday, and there was this little pond and had these little, like, water rocks that were jumping, and I did everything else I needed to do, and I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, why can't I? There's this pond here. I broke everything. I did everything I was supposed to do in this level. And it ended up, it was a Doctor Who level. You get in the TARDIS, you're in one level, you get in the TARDIS, and it takes you like an extra level on certain levels, right? So this one, you just basically get coins and break stuff. And I'm like, why is this pond here? I don't get, I don't understand. This little pond. So I told Keith, I said, can you figure out what I have to do with this pond before I leave in the TARDIS to go back to my level my, that I was playing? And he's like, oh, and he goes over and he's like, that's for Aquaman. <laughs> we don't have Aquaman. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so we can't do, like, everything, like, because, like, this is, this is only for a character like Aquaman who can do water stuff, you know, or this character's only for Emmett that can can break stuff or whatever. So I was like, ah! And it was like the only character we didn't have that we couldn't do it was so mad. But so anyways, yeah. See? Aquaman yeah, important. Poor Aquaman. You can, you can rent the characters, right? Can't yeah, but you have to pay a whole bunch. You have to like, you'll get them for like 10 seconds or something or 30 yeah. seconds. Yeah, that's what my, my buddy was telling me. He has the game. You pay all these coins for that person. And I'm like... Yeah, he said a lot of times it's it's not long enough to do the actual yeah. thing you need to do. Yeah, and I figured that one it, you would have it wouldn't be because it looked like it was something to be. So, anyways, poor Aquaman he he doesn't get he doesn't get anything. So he doesn't deserve it. Uh, it it sounds like the, the, this whole this whole getting to whatever story. <laughs> <laughs> We're off the rails. 
Okay, so Aquaman. Aquaman movie has Black Manta plus Nicole Kidman as Atlantean Queen. Ooh. Yep. So we all know Jason Momoa is Aquaman, which I which I give two thumbs up for. Mm-hmm. I was very excited when I heard that because I love him. Um, alongside Amber Heard as his love interest. I'm not so sure about her because I don't really know her too well. <clears throat> Queen Mara and Patrick Wilson as his villainous half brother Orm. We know that former Green Goblin, Green Goblin Willem Dafoe, will co-star as Aquaman's chief advisor, the scientist Doctor Nudis Volko. <clears throat> With news that Black Manta will be the main villain in the film, it's likely that Orm Marius won't be the bad guy in the movie. With the film possibly setting up his role in a potential sequel as the Ocean Master. Nice. That's pretty cool. And I have all this. I still don't know how uh, Nicole Kidman, who's white and white as the snow and red hair, comes out with a Hawaiian <laughs> dark complected guy son. What, I, what are you trying to say? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's hers. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's see. It, it, it's diversity. <laughs> Black yep, Manta yep. has long been Aquaman's number one nemesis, mostly due to his reoccurring role on the Aquaman anim- animated show. Did anybody watch this? In the 60s. Yes. 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 The classic Super Friends. That's like my first thing with them. The no, wait, TV wait, wait, show. wait. Jules, don't you remember when Marty was on the show? We talked about the Aquaman I 60s cart. <laughs> And we talked about it with the Plastic Man series. Yeah. Oh, wow. I remember the Plastic Man. I used with, to love that show. With, uh, was it Hula Hula? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do not remember Aquaman, though. Uh, that was in the, yes. Black Mansa's been uh, playing a big role in uh, the current Aquaman com- comics right now, too, so it's a good time to jump on him. The comics have been sure. comics have been actually good. Jump on him. <laughs> Jump on it. Jump on it. <laughs> um let's see. What else do we have going on? Uh, yeah, so it doesn't say anything. Let me see. So do we have hope for Aquaman? Or are we <laughs> No. So do, do. we I, do I, we come I, up with a nickname for Aquaman then? Or do we wait? I think we should wait. I think it's going to be uh, good. Yeah, we'll wait. I think we got enough to, uh, <laughs> to talk about right now with uh, all the others. You mean like, oh, let me find it before I do it. The flush? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay. So we're done with Aquaman? We're done with Aquaman. I was done with Aquaman before we started. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. No respect. No respect. Ouch. <laughs> and and the, how the crowd feels about Aquaman? Two, four, niner, five. <laughs> how Aquaman feels. Uh, rejection. How I missed you. <laughs> I mean, I'll go see the movie, but I'm not... It's not like one of the ones I'm like, ooh, Aquaman, yeah. Hey, as long as long as it's better than Batman Heart Superman. Yeah, I I'm I think it will be. Hoping it will at least be better than that. It's it only has to be a little bit good to be better than that. <laughs> yeah. The bar is set pretty low. I mean, even yeah. Suicide Squad was better than Batman versus Superman. True. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that. Oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll agree to that. I didn't come out of Suicide Squad angry like I did with <laughs> Batman yeah. versus Superman. True. My thing with Suicide Squad, 
but it was a two centric on on Joker Harley Quinn, and yeah. uh, it didn't really with not really knowing very much about the Suicide Squad. I pretty much came out not knowing anything about the Suicide Squad. Yeah, I, I <laughs> so. was not I was not happy about the way um, Joker and Harley Quinn were presented uh, yeah. visually. I thought the I thought the tattoos and the the mouth grill was too much with Joker and the tattoos were just yeah. too much for for Harley. It's not it's not the characters. Yeah. So Harley's not a gangster. Yeah. I didn't mind Harley, but yeah, Joker is that that's not the gangster Joker was just so bad. And the and the yes. bad guys are just yes, horrible, horribly bigger that type of movie. Yeah. They're gonna go with like a magical cosmic thing for like a street level type team. Yeah. Yeah. Well speaking of uh bad D C movies <laughs> What the hell is going on with the Batman movie? <laughs> That's a good question. That's the question we ask ourselves every day. Flatman. And a good coming out with uh, from Geek.com. This is just coming after uh, there was an announcement, I think it was last week, that The Flash was getting pushed back because a director, finding a director or something like that. Uh, yeah. Well, Affleck's, Affleck's left the project. He's not directing. No, I'm talking about The Flash got pushed back. The oh, Flash. yeah. Because of, yeah. of the... It's on. It's on a second director. Yeah. And now this week uh, we found out that uh, Batman for the Batman movie Ben Affleck is stepping down uh, from directing duties in the statement that he released on Monday. And it has been confirmed uh, Kevin Smith is not taking over. Yeah. He just felt that uh, he couldn't do justice to both uh, playing uh, Batman and directing at the same time. Is that what the story was? That's what he's saying. But some some people have kind of speculated that he didn't like the script, so it's not so that doesn't show too much either. Mm-hmm. Um, an interview released in the beginning of this year started to cast some doubts on the venture with Affleck, seeming unsure about aspects of the production. That's the idea, but it's not a set thing, and there's no script. If it doesn't come together in a way I think is really great, I'm not going to do it. He said. So that sounds even worse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I guess um, looks like they'll be still be using the script that he wrote with uh, Jeff Johns, uh, which will allegedly will focus on Batman's status as the world's greatest detective. Huh. Intriguing. Yeah. At least Jeff Johns is in at least writing it, so hopefully the script will be halfway good. Yeah. Hopefully. We can hope. We can hope. Still, I'm still worried about DC. Yeah, they're. Don't they're have still, a great track record. Sounds like they're still having trouble get keep putting it all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of changes. So now we finally get to the secret of Nymph. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Now we can talk about the secret of Nim, which I don't know if any of you remember that the it was a, an animated movie back in the eighties. So long ago. It was oh, it was one of my favorites as a as a as a kid. It was such it was it was a great movie, but it was scary and it was it was uh it was just awesome. It's and according to Den of Geek, it's uh Don Blues The Secret of Nim is one of those classic animated movies that gave some sensitive children of the eighties nightmares. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> It was based on, I love this, it was based on the also kind of bleak children's book by Robert C. O'Brien, Mrs. Brisby and the Rats of Nim. <laughs> but Rather bleak. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a great movie, and I highly recommend checking it out. And, of course, they're doing a remake of it. Oh, of course. <laughs> 
They're going to call it The Rats of Nim, with James Madigan making his directorial de- debut, according to Variety. It's get- Oh, no. It says it's going to be a live-action CGI hybrid film. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Michael Berg of the Ice Age movies is writing the script. Uh, originally, the word was that it was being pitched as something akin to Nim Origins, dealing with how a crew of lab rats get their smarts and escape and hijinks that ensue. But it's not clear if that's still the case. They're talking about making it a franchise. Oh my goodness. It just, Please, no. Why are they going to ruin such a classic? There are no original movies or ideas anymore. Uh, apparently not. That movie was so good when it came out. I loved it. It's one of my... Mm-hmm. That and, like, that's one of my childhood favorites, like, with The Last Unicorn and Flight of the Dragons. Ugh, good stuff. Good stuff. And now they're going to ruin it. Like, Watership Down was good, too. Yes. Yes, Watership Down. I love that movie. Since we're talking animal movies. Mm-hmm. That was another one of my favorites. And they're just going to ruin it if they... A live-action CGI hybrid. Ugh. Yeah. Are they doing uh, Roger the Rabbit? <laughs> I hope not. Roger Rabbit? Uh, hope. Yeah. We can hope not. We really hope not. So, well, so Derek's not talking back-to-back. EA confirms multiple eras, single-player campaign for Battlefront sequel. Nice. Yes, 2015's Star Wars Battlefront is getting a sequel, and I've been so upset. I figured out why I couldn't use my game controller with it. It's looking for an Xbox-slash-PC controller of of the Xbox because I guess Xbox controllers are USB mm-hmm. controllers. So it's looking for that in the um, in the engine that come, comes with that controller. But I got it to work because I found a, a uh, 360, um, an Xbox controller emulator to make up for it. Nice. Uh, according to EA Games, uh, and this comes from Star Wars Underworld, we're thrilled to bring a new Star Wars Battlefront game to the fans worldwide in the 2017 holiday season. In the past two years, Rogue One and Force Awakens have opened new storylines and captured the imagination of hundreds and millions of Star Wars fans. We listened closely to our passionate Star Wars Battlefront community and expanded our existing game with more great content and experience since its launch. As the game continues to thrive, we've also heard players desire for even more depth and progression. Our next Star Wars Battlefront will be even bigger, taking players into more locations and allowing them to play with more heroes and characters across the multiple eras. There will be new ways to play, including a new single-player campaign and much, much more that we're excited to share with our players in the months ahead, uh, within the months ahead. To build a game of this magnitude, we brought together three great studios, Dice, Motive, and Criterion, and aligned their areas of expertise to deliver an amazing experience in the next Battlefront. Just give us Battlefront 3 that we wanted. Mm. That's all I got to say. Yeah, really. Um, this is good news for um, for fans who felt the first game lacked depth in previous uh, on the previous Battlefront games, um, and the single player campaign gives a, a game a greater significance within the Star Wars canon. Maybe as I'm getting old, but I, I'm liking Battlefront, but I am definitely finding it to be a challenge to play. Yeah, I, I've tried playing it, and I play it for like two seconds to get smoked. <laughs> I can't do anything in it without getting killed. 
<clears throat> I I played it. I and I kind of got bored with it real quick because it's just not enough meat there for me. I didn't mind like the when you're trying to build up the points and um, on the land based missions, but mm-hmm. trying to do the X wing X wing mission on Tatooine around Jabba's palace has been difficult. <laughs> I'm like, I yeah, it don't work like this. It really mm-hmm. doesn't. But so I think we have one more uh, gaming store. I guess yes, that goes do. back to you. Back to me. So <clears throat> those who are familiar with uh, tell the company Telltale and their games, uh, they make some pretty good games, <clears throat> story-based yeah, games. They just did a, a really cool Batman game that came out last year. Yeah. And uh, one of their biggest ones is Walking Dead, which I love. The Walking Dead game they did. Um, And there's always been a question of whether the main character, Clementine, the little girl, would ever show up in the Walking Dead show. Um, So there was somebody that wrote into the Walking Dead comic book and asked if we would ever see her on in the comic or on the show. And the reply was with New Frontier. Uh, that's their latest chapter in the game being released and seeing as how Clementine and Jesus, uh, the character Jesus, uh, apparently she meets up with him in the game briefly, end up crossing paths. Can you give any details on the likelihood of Clementine showing up on the, in the comic or the TV show? Obviously, the characters in the comic book are not frozen in time when they are not being written about, and the events between Clementine and Jesus could happen off screen. But as you have said, that new frontier and the comics are around the same time frame it seems if there were a time to introduce her it would be soon a reappearing character would would be nice but even a single appearance would be amazing and the response the response says leaves enough wiggle room for fans of the game to hold on to some hope but her inclusion in other media is fairly low on the list okay and they've already got a million characters going already i know yeah yeah, but I kind—I kind of like like when I'm playing the game. I kind of like that it's separate from the other characters. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like another, um, like another section of the world of the game. I mean, of of the universe. So you see more of it. Mm-hmm. Telltale does some good stuff. I played uh, the first one of the. Um, Game of Thrones ones. Oh, I haven't played those ones yet. I want to try those. And they're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I like Telltale. They do some really interesting games. Mm-hmm. I want to try the one uh, Wolf Among Us from uh, Fables. Yeah. Where they uh, use Big B. My friend played that. He said it's really good. Check it out. Uh, well, I think that might wrap it up. Not. I think so. And uh, any final thoughts? Yep. Go Patriots. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so they're just going to be insufferable next week if they win. And <laughs> <laughs> they have to call in sick. <laughs> well, I, I'll bet you guys five bucks right now. I can tell you the score before the game even starts. I'm that. Oh, good. really? I'm that good. <laughs> zero zero. Brett's great too. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> funny. <laughs> So, any other final thoughts, non-Patriot based, since they're going to be a final thought on Sunday? (laughs) Nah, I think that's about it. Jules is being quiet. Shh, baby sleeping. Uh, Oliver. Hi, Oliver. (laughs) He, like, sleeps, but he's a light sleeper, so if he hears my voice, he'll wake up. Ah. (laughs) You have failed this podcast. (laughs) 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 Gotta get him a little arrow. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely will when he's his first costume. His Mm -hmm. first costume when he's walking. (laughs) 
He's old enough. So hey, that's well, all I got. If that's going to be it, why don't we wrap it up? Until next week. Want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.